Hello, ladies. This is your host, Yemi Majekodumi on Widow Recovery Secrets Podcast 28. I can't believe it. I hope you're well. And if you're in the United Kingdom, the ease of the lockdown has arrived. I wonder what opportunities you appreciate more. For a discovery call on one specific pain you're facing and require resulting, give me a call on 78 for your free note on the five successful steps widows are taking. Sorry, to find the way out of widowed, go to walkingoutofwidow.net or find me on Instagram at yemi2ms lowercase underscore h. Today I'm coaching on executing finding a soulmate step two. So the focus today is what perception or sight are you viewing your search from? What makes your soulmate the one? So you've been brave enough to access perhaps a dating site and have now completed a profile of yourself with your expectations, beliefs, values, hobbies and so on and so forth. Perhaps picked one or two of your best photos to put on the site. Very well done. It's the beginning and you've broken that grip of fear. Basically, when you've done this, you are saying... You're on the market and open to dates, as I'm sure you're aware. And what generally happens might be the kind of men you will attract will at least 60% will be based on what your expectations are in the content of your profile. So if you lay a lot of emphasis on the physique, perhaps those are the kinds of people you will get. There's nothing wrong in looking for a good-looking man. However, from where I always speak... My context is from a Judeo-Christian faith. The Bible, God's manual for humanity states that what is most important is the heart of a man. And the quote, to quote specifically, do not look on his appearance or on the heights of his stature because I've rejected him. For the Lord sees not as a man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. 1 Samuel 16.7 The reference is made when God asked Samuel to appoint one of the many sons of Jesse as king in the Bible. All of them are presented to the prophet, to the priest, sorry. Very handsome men. Whilst he still insists there is still somebody else. And then they find they present to David, the youngest one, who is described as ruddy with beautiful eyes, yet quite handsome also perhaps not as distinctly as his older siblings. You must be wondering how how you can know how can you know a man's heart? I would say you listen carefully to what they say, how it is said, and their profile content. In speech, out of the abundance of the heart a person speaks. Written words are very emotive, and so behind each word spoken, listen attentively. There is hearing which can be superficial. When you're not taking much in and there's listening to and listening for as we say in coaching the latter is what i'm referring to filtering what the person is trying to say what is behind the words being said so today i'm giving you three pointers you need to look for from my faith and my perspective from my god in the bible and the three important ones are People pick different ones, but these are the three I would say today. It must be a man who loves the Lord. 
with his heart, mind, and soul. Totally sold out for Jesus Christ. Because a man who loves the Lord will, f- will always have a fear of the Lord. So there's certain things he will not say or do to you. So this is a person who doesn't just say it in words, but you can see it clearly in the action. Not dogmatic. Simple, pure faith. That there's a greater God that created us all. Perhaps able to challenge you spiritually in many uncomfortable ways. And this will give you a lot of room and time to grow more in faith. It's generally not comfortable, but you will see the value in the end. It is a general norm to seek out when you're dating initially the familiar. But what ends up, what happens in the end is that you keep yourself at your present level where there's no growth. So when you meet someone who's actually strong in their faith and conviction, the road will seem bumpy, but when God is in it, and you're both being instructed by God on things, naturally things will pan out. Just be attentive to what God says to you all along the way. I'm saying again today, if you do not know the God of the Bible, God of creation, to explore more, go to alpha.org, where you can run, go attend the courses and have open discussions on faith and Christ, Jesus Christ. Secondly, he must be employable. He must have a job or enterprise he engages in. But I would say, to go further, I would say, when you're dating, because you're now dating perhaps at a more matured age, not so much age as well, but also experience, you might, obviously you've lost a spouse before, your expectations should be higher. So I would say you, perhaps you need a man that has found his purpose in his work and has a vision of where he wants to go for the future and what he's working towards. Thirdly, have a mentor. You must have a mentor or coach who look who he looks up for for guidance and wisdom. Many times, many times it could be his father. But the main thing, knowing he has this kind of person or persons, just indicates he has some order, or his future is mapped out, in the right direction. Men who work in isolation generally do not thrive, as they can be less self-aware, and believe in their own preferential ideals. The key is. If his references are from the Bible, it is a good starting point. However, he must be open to teach and guide you in areas you have not grown into yet, with patience and less dogmatically. These are three. These are the three. I'm sure you can think of other essentials. For help in getting you results in dating, make that discovery call today on 078 33837895. For a copy of my free note, which is the five successful steps widows are taking, which is entitled Walking Out of Widowed. Go to walkingoutofwidow.net or find me on at Instagram, yemi underscore H for Harry. You can join my Facebook group, Dare to Dream Again, and you get more support and more interaction with fellow widows. So signing off now. Do drop us comments and questions on Apple Podcasts. Thank you. Waiting to hear from you. Your feedback is crucial because it enables me to create more content and know what your pains are. Stay well and stay blessed. Thank you, Yemi Majekudumi.